Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rodas Live. I am your host, Rodas. Today, we have a special episode today. It's entitled The Unstoppable Woman. I came up with this title and idea because I have a lot of strong women in my family. My mom, my grandmother, my six sisters, my three daughters, a lot of strong women. So this episode is dedicated to you. We have music from TKG. We also have music from I Am Jazz. And we also have music from Miss Yale. We have a special guest speaker today, Erica Gilchrist. And today's What's Poppin' Artist of the Day is Michi Michi. Let's get into it, y'all. Straight like that, got these bitches straight like that. Got these bitches straight like that, got the game on lock, nigga straight like that, nigga straight like that. Straight like that, straight like that, straight like that, got the game on lock, nigga straight like that, nigga straight like that. Hit the ground running, no looking back, yeah I'm coming. Rock the stage like a brand new baby, my haters craving more from it. Be in the block, gon' celebrate. Cheers, bitch, no time to hate. We eat cake, so where's your plate? We don't fuck with fakes, I represent that real shit Shot town while hunting this Nigga straight like that, we run this No hesitate, no forfeit When the fuck you to your dawn with the fool's clips Squad ready when I holiday, move shit I'm leader of the game, fuck that new bitch Got red in the street, ain't gotta prove shit, no These niggas ain't ready for war Blood clocks, book shots when I pass through Kicking ass, taking names, put chores Number one, yeah, that fuck nigga if I have to Streets ready for the real, I'ma give them what they feel Parquet all day, let the gun spray I'm a product of the streets, on the ways with the heat Shooting threes on the block, no D-Way Wanna come catch a fade, yo, I got them for the low Line them up, point them out, first 48 Put the work on the block, cause I open up shop Every mic that I touch on this in the grave Want the love, not the hate, either real or your face Circle small, don't fuck with the loose squares Niggas mad cause the cash taking up to the roof And that bitch on fire by your beware Niggas shook like dice, crapped out on a bitch like me When you're fucking with the monster Shot town in my veins, ain't never gonna change my lance And holes out the back door From the wild to the low, ain't nothing but killers Body bag, resume, get the job done Falling out on you niggas, Mike J23 Take a shot, see your head, nigga, and one guy Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, uh Straight like that, got the game on lock Nigga, straight like that, nigga, straight like that Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, got the game on lock Nigga, straight like that, nigga, straight like that Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, got the game on lock Nigga, straight like that, nigga, straight like that Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, yeah Straight like that, got the game on lock Nigga, straight like that, straight like that Hit the ground running, no looking back at I'm coming That was TKG with Straight Like That from her Overdose EP. 
It's available on all streaming platforms. You can follow TKG on Instagram at IMTKG7414. Sincere disappear out your life like I'm Houdini Don't smoke a lot, but when I do my ass below routine Try to deal with it sober, my heart is start to leaning From all the heavy crafts, filling my ass with heavy bleeding Now here we go, you found a way to turn it back on me You took my heart and give it back, I'm looking for the key Deep down I knew I was on with you when I had to take that plea Whole time you had me fucked up, I been wanting to leave So I left Change of plans, ain't wanna end up lonely So I hopped up in my bag, my lashes keep me company You had these people laughing, you a clown to say the least You always felt the need to put a show on for the streets Ladies, have you ever gave your all for me And it still wasn't enough? Cried in his face, he showed no emotion Kiss your ass in private, but a menace to the public Change of plans, had to get in my bag, I Got me a second chance, change the plans, had to get in my bag. Ah, ah, ah. Got me a second chance, change the plans, had to get in my bag. Ah, ah, ah. Got me a second chance, change the plans, had to get in my bag. Ah, ah, ah. Got me a second chance, tried to sit you down, but did you listen? No. Now look at you, I'm back up on your wish list. Goofy. And a bitch you with, yeah, she ain't nothing special. She ain't. Gotta go back to your usual. Who child the ghetto? Ah. And I usually the type that's gonna say hello. But I put you on a pedestal. How let you get me in that mood? We're playing situations, it could be lethal. And the fuck I let you stake me out. Like how it wasn't see-through. Got my home girl telling me to be cool. Girl, I lost my cool a long time ago. Now we can't be cool. And now I'm on the radio stations. And all on YouTube. And I ain't got the time to waste for you to improve. Sometimes you just be done You ain't mad You ain't fucked up about it You just done Change of plans Had to get in my bag Got me a second chance Change of plans Had to get in my bag Got me a second chance Change of plans Had to get in my bag Got me a second chance Change the plans, uh, had to get in uh, my bag. That was It's Jazz with Real Change of Plans. You can follow It's Jazz on IG at Glow to God, all lowercase. Real Change of Plans is available on all streaming platforms.
Miss Yale with Dear America. You can follow Miss Yale on IG at I Am Petty Betty. If you want to listen to more Miss Yale's music, follow her on SoundCloud at SoundCloud slash M I Z Z dash Yale. If you would like to have your music played on Riders Live, just email bookingriders at gmail.com. That's booking, R O D E S, at gmail.com. Or submit through the booking form via our website, which is www.rodesonline.net via the booking form. If you would like to be the worst popping artist of the day, or if you would like to be interviewed, or if you would like ad space, submit via the booking form on writersonline.net. All right? If you would like to make a donation to the show, 
Just cash at Rodis T20. That's dollar sign R O D E S T20. All right. So today on the Rodis Live Show, we have a very special guest. I call her EG, Miss Erica Gilchrist. How you doing, Erica? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Rodis, for having me on your show. I appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. So how are you able to build a business without any capital? So building a business without any money is not easy, but it's not as difficult um, as people uh, may make it out to be. Of course, uh, capital is always queen, and I use queen instead of king. I do that on purpose. But if you don't have it, I don't want you to be, you know, in despair. Leveraging the majesty of social media um, has been um, an extremely useful tool in building a business and building a brand and being able to do a lot of self-help, meaning going on YouTube. There's tons of free videos out there that will teach you how to set up your business LLC, a corporation, an S-corp, sole proprietor. There's uh, free videos on how to help you set up your business system, um, your email automations. There's a lot of free tools that are available. Now, that can only take you so far. And what I did is took full advantage of every free trial. Uh, Free was my favorite four-letter F word. And I just decided if people were offering it for free, I would take full advantage of it. And after I got into a point where there were no more free tools left, I did make some money, but I would reinvest whatever profits I had back into the business to go just a little bit deeper. And that over a period of time really helped me to build a profitable business. So I don't want people to think, that if you don't have any money that you can't build a business because that's 100% not true. Money helps. Money creates options. If you want to go on vacation and you ain't got no money, then you ain't got that option. But it doesn't mean that you can't get there. So I don't want you to be discouraged. It's just going to take a little bit more time, but it's absolutely possible. So did you gauge where you wanted to invest based on trial and error from those free trials? Yes, So once um, I started making some money, I had to decide where was this money going to be spent? And what I have found in the beginning is that I needed to spend money on um, lessons, learning more to get myself um, more acquainted with what is actually going to earn me money, what is best going to position me. And I mean, that's before you know, graphic design and creating the website and all of that, that plays a role. But I first had to educate myself on how to best be positioned to make the money. So I spent the money there. Once I spent the money there, then I started spending money on developing the things that would make me the money. So that's having a great online presence, which would require me to learn how to design and build a website. I couldn't pay anyone. So I had to learn how to do that stuff myself. The email automations is 100% gold. I cannot stress this enough. 
You have to have a system in place so that for whatever reason, if you go on vacation, if you take a break, would somebody be able to come and sit in your seat and run it because the system is there? If the answer is no, you are in trouble. You have to have a system in place. So I would spend money um, helping to design the copy for my emails that would convert um, so I pay people to help me uh, create emails that would convert. Um, I pay people to do a lot of graphic designs for me because I was really an amateur at that. And when you looked at my designs 15 years ago, you can really tell, oh, this chick's an amateur. <laughs> so I would invest in uh, professionals. But you don't have to spend a whole lot of money for professionals either. You know, there's websites like Fiverr and Upwork where you can get people to design videos and design flyers and design proposals for under 20 bucks. So you have to know where to go in order to leverage what little money that you have in order to produce a product that has um, a much bigger presence than what you currently have. I'm in total agreement with you. I believe that having emails, phone numbers, they constantly get that link rocking in your bio for ching, mm -hmm. ching, 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 ching. So did you face any particular issues being a woman? So I'm sure I did. Blatantly, um, I'm not going to say that it was blatant and bold in my face, but if you look at the evidence, the evidence suggests that there were obstacles, and I'll give you an example. Anytime I apply to be a speaker at a convention, the ones that I did not get, I looked at the lineup, and more than 90% of them was all male. There was very few conventions where there were female speakers. And the wow. narrative of that has changed over the last five years because there's a really strong women's movement going on now. Salute. But the God's honest truth, though, is that when you look at a lot, of, especially in the tech area, when you look at the tech area, all of the speakers are men. The, the breakout sessions, they're men. And what really drove it home for me is there was a, a college in Texas this woman reached out to me and she said, hey, we'd love for you to come and be our leadership speaker for this semester. She said, but I got to be honest with you, Erica, it's between you and two other uh, speakers. And both of those are men. And she said, I'm going to push for you because we've had this program for 19 years. Check this out for 19 years. And we've never had a female speaker. Wow. That blue my mind. I, are you fucking kidding me? 19 years, they've never had a female speaker. So the short story is that they chose me. I went down to Texas. I crushed it. And she sent me the feedback. She said, this is the highest rated speaker we have ever had in the history of this program. I am so glad that we chose you. And what that says to me is that the the patriarchal society that we're in is starting to shift. Now, a lot of people are resisting that, mostly men, certainly not all of them, because I know some very supportive men of women. But because of the pushback, women have to push harder. I mean, it, it's sad, but we're making some progress. So absolutely, there are some barriers. And it's the invisible ones that are difficult to fight because you don't know 
uh, what the reasons are. But I started to get booked more. I'm starting to see more women, but the ratio is still very uneven. I agree. Like with society as a whole, they, they want everybody to work for somebody and put you in a box and kind of like take away your natural power so you can never tap into what it is that you actually do. I love being an entrepreneur. So I want to mm -hmm. ask you, why entrepreneurship? I can't even begin to explain the excitement of being an entrepreneur. So if I can share a little bit about my story that led me to entrepreneurship as a little girl, my dad died when I was three years old. And oh, um, my mom, that. who was stricken with grief, I mean, she was just, she, my dad was her everything. And she was having some challenges at that time. So she kind of disappeared and left my sister and me. So at three years old, you know, I'm pretty much abandoned. And my grandmother raised my sister and me. And while I was in that household, I was sexually abused by those who were supposed to be there to protect me. And I moved out of the house when I was 19 years old. I got involved in two domestic violence relationships. When I escaped my last one, I wound up sleeping in my van in the dead of winter in Chicago. When it got to be too cold and I couldn't put gas in the car to turn the heat on, uh, I went into a women's shelter where I shared a single bedroom with five other people and their kids. While I was in there, I tried to commit suicide. Oh, wow. And so if we were to recap that, it's abandoned at the age of three, violated during my formative years, homelessness, domestic abuse, and a suicide attempt. Looking at that, by society standards, I should be a basket case right now, but I'm not. So we fast forward to today. I'm an award-winning speaker. I'm a 13-time published author, and I own the largest expo for women in business in Chicago on the 99th floor of the Sears Tower. I love my life now. And I owe that to two things, therapy and entrepreneurship. I know that's I right. love entrepreneurship because it provides an unlimited capacity to earn money. I don't care what job you have. There is a cap on that. And I heard a speaker say this once and I subscribe to this idea. They said your boss will never pay you enough to be their neighbor. Ever. I'm in total agreement to that. And then the flexibility, the freedom, mm -hmm. and the motivation. Absolutely. The motivation to go into the next thing. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So can you tell us about your Women Thriving Fearlessly Expo? Absolutely. So my brand is WTF. That stands for Women Thriving Fearlessly. And it was it was birthed from the real WTF, a real what the fuck moment. I but know that's right. I know see, that's right. I'm just right. trying to tell you that's just. But see, entrepreneurs, that's what we do. We create a solution that people are looking for. It's always something that has happened to us or around us, and we want to make it better. And we made a business out of it. That's just who we are. So the Women Thriving Fearlessly Expo is specifically for. Uh, female entrepreneurs. We do allow men. We do not do any male bashing whatsoever. Men are 100% welcome. I'm just giving you um, the market that flocks to our expo. It's for female entrepreneurs who are either starting up or they're looking to scale and build their networks. So we offer them 
uh, panels of women who are just crushing it in their respective industries. We give them resources that they can implement immediately to build, start, or scale their businesses. And my expo has a lot of my own personality in it. So yeah, we get down to the business of running a business, but I, I'm fun as hell. I love to have fun too. So we play music, we dance, we rock it out. We got wine, we got food. You can chill, look at the lake if you want to, um, have a glass of wine. The camaraderie is there. So it's not just about work, but it's also about building those lifelong relationships. So we create a space, a very safe space where female entrepreneurs can come and do that. That is the gist of the Women Thriving Fearlessly Expo, and it happens every year in October. Okay. So what resources would you recommend for women who are looking to start or build their own businesses? There's so many resources that are, <laughs> that are available to you. Um, what I would recommend is being part of a women's group. That could be um, a women's group specifically designed to help women build their business. That's what I recommend. However, I always put an asterisk by that because here's what a lot of people do. They'll join organizations as a member and that's it. And then they'll say, well, I was I was part of that organization. It didn't really work for me. If you're going to join any organization worth joining, get your ass on the leadership team. That's where the magic happens. So I would first recommend being part of a women's group or an organization designed to help you further your business. That's a resource. Get on the leadership team, because when you do that, you become part of the direction that that organization goes into and you can leverage your own business in that process. An example of that is a women's group I belong to and I'm on the leadership team. So when they start having conversations about, OK, so here's a whole new year. Um, what are some of the things that we can offer our members? I am right in the forefront saying, well, I can do a training on this and I can do this and I can do this. And that's going to put my business in front of the entire organization. Get on the leadership team. The second resource that I would recommend is meetup.com. I know it sounds like a dating site, but it's not. And I'm so shocked at how many people don't know meetup.com. So it's basically a, a, a community organization, a community website where people get together for very specific interests. They have meetups for people who are into kayaking, kite flying, um, running a business, building appliances. It doesn't matter. So get on meetup.com, find groups in your area. When we get out of this damn pandemic, you'll be able to see them in person. But I highly recommend you find your tribe. So get on meetup.com, Type in the industry that you are looking for. Look for a group within 50 miles of you and start communicating and engaging with them. Because it's very true. Even if you are not in the driver's seat, stay in the car with people who move. This way, you ride right along with them. You may not be in the driver's seat, but at least you are in motion. That's an excellent uh, resource for you. Another resource I have for you is my own academy, WTF. Academy, and you would go to wtfacademy.net 
And it's really simple to do. There's so many different trainings that I offer within the academy. I do a live training every month with you. I might put you in the hot seat so that I can ask you specific questions about your business so that you can start to implement the changes right away. So those are three resources that I'm offering right off the bat. That's great. So how can people get in touch with you? My name is Erica Gilchrist, Erica with a K. My last name is G-I-L Christ. So G-I-L-C-H-R-I-S-T. It does not matter where you go to type in my name. You will find me. I am not hard to find. So um, on any social media platform, I'm Erica Gilchrist. My website is theunstoppablewoman.net. Theunstoppablewoman.net. Not .com, theunstoppablewoman.net. And my phone number's there. My email is there. But even if you forget the, the website, it doesn't matter. If you know my name, you can find me. Right. You said that you were a writer. So how did you actually get into writing? I've been writing ever since I knew how to write. Um, without knowing it, it was a form of self-therapy and a coping mechanism for all the trauma that I was experiencing. So even as a little girl, I would journal and I would write a lot. And once I got out of the house, um, a good friend and colleague of mine, he would always have these books. He was like, Erica, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And I got so sick of him telling me that. I said, you know what? Next time I see his ass, I'm going to have a book. You mark my word. <laughs> buy, this, buy this book now. I'm just saying. The next time I saw him, he said, Erica, where's your book? I'm like, bam. Now, nah, here's my book. Give me $20. And I've been trying to catch up to him ever since. I mean, he's like 20 books in. I stopped at 13. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tap out right now. But I started writing as a form of therapy and from there, I just kind of developed and honed my writing skills. And after you write one, you want to write another one and another one and another one. And I got an email from a woman in the UK who told me that based on my book, she bought it off Amazon. She made a conscious decision not to end her own life because that's where she was. And reading something like that, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Something that I typed on a screen end up saving a woman's life on the other side of the planet. There's no other feeling in the world I've ever experienced than the one I had when I read that email. It brought me to tears. And it just let me know that my words are not in vain. If anyone's ever thinking about writing a book, I don't care what it's about. It could be about how to create light gels. I don't care. Write it. Whatever it is that you have to say, it needs to be heard. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Write that damn book. Right. You never know who you can touch. It's nothing like touching the people. Even though when you're writing a book, you know, you're just mass producing the book, you're distributing it. It's a little more intimate, like when you do pop-up shops or whatever. But still, the content is there to help others. That's right. So what's the name of the first book that you put out? Starting Today. And I put out Starting Today. And this is something that um, I do tell <clears throat> entrepreneurs who are like, oh, man, I, I don't know how to write a book. I don't know where to start. Do what I did. Starting Today is 365 
motivational quotes designed to inspire and stimulate personal growth. So I took the words of other people. I went online, I read books and I got quotes from other people and I created one for every single day of the year and put it out. That was my first book. And it's my second best seller because people love to be motivated. So I tell people, don't worry about writing this, this magnificent national or international bestseller, write something that people can connect with. That was my very first one. My second book is my bestseller. And that was a result of a horrible marriage, but it gave birth to my bestseller, the secrets to being an unstoppable woman, how to roll up your sleeves, make no excuses and get what you want. And that one, um, was the one I received the email on. So just start somewhere, just start. That's all I'm saying. And in terms of writing a book, you don't even have to have the whole thing written to make money from it. Nobody, I I will challenge anybody, go toe to toe with anybody. Talk to me about hustling. I know how to hustle. I know how to make a dollar. I'm going to tell you what you do if your book's not finished. You put out the first three chapters as an ebook, part one, and then you keep people on the hook for part two and part three. The second people start paying you, you move your ass because now you have people who have invested in you. And as an entrepreneur, that puts fire under your ass like you would not believe. So don't even worry about finishing the book. Put the teaser out there. Make sure it's copyrighted and you tell them part two, part three is coming down the pipe. Buy it right now. It's going to be released on this date. So that's how that's you, get, what you do. That's how you get the pre-orders going. There you go. I'm just saying. That's Once it. people start paying you, you're like, oh, shit, I got I really got to do it now. Yes, you do. Right. Yes, that, you do. That's just like um, with being a consultant. You um, deliver a couple of two couple, maybe one, two or three free services. And then after you show your worth, you can actually bring them, you know, they'll bring you on as a consultant. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Actually. Yeah. You got to show your value. You. Yes. So if someone wanted to self-publish, how, how do you recommend that they go about it? Self-publishing um, is, it has become incredibly easy with, uh, KDP publishing, that's basically Amazon does print on demand. It used to be CreateSpace, but Amazon diminished that arm of the business. But KDP, uh, Kindle Direct Publishing. Okay. Um, and what I love about that is that they give you the Microsoft Word template. So you don't have to worry about adjusting margins or anything like that. You just type directly onto their Microsoft Word document. Um, and the margins are set. They're not the only ones. There's 48-hour books. There's instantpublisher.com. Good grief. There's so many different self-publishing companies out there. But I'm going to give you a tidbit. If anybody's thinking about self-publishing, the ISBN number, that's like your book's social security number. You have two options. You have a free option, and then you have a paid option. The free option, let's say you get it from KDP Publishing, that means that you can only use KDP Publishing to print that book. You can't take that book over to 48hourbooks.com or instantpublisher.com. You can't do it. It is exclusive to whoever you buy it from, whoever you get it from, because it's free. If you purchase it, you go to um, myidentifiers.com with an S, myidentifiers.com. The name of the company is Bowker. 
And if you purchase the ISBN, now you can get the book printed on any platform you like because you own the ISBN number. Now, if you don't have any money, you can go ahead and get the free ISBN and then purchase an ISBN later and replace it. So that is an option for you. Uh, so the self-publishing process has just become extremely easy for those who are writing a book and you're like, I suck at grammar and all of that. And I need editing. I would go to proofreadingpal.com, proofreadingpal.com. You'll know precisely to the penny how much it would cost to edit the book before you pay them a dime. So that's another option for you. And they have a whole bunch of different formats. Is it in if you're writing a college paper or whatever, they have all these different formats. Well, what format is it in? I'm like, I don't know. So you, you choose the type of format you want it in. But it, it, it has never been easier to self-publish. Okay, that's cool. So usually when you come out with a book, how do you promote the book? Do you do a book tour? Do you do book signings? Do you set up engagements? My books are sold. I do the pre-sell when I know I'm going to drop it and I let them know the date it's going to drop and I'll do pre-sell. So order the book. So if the book is 20 bucks, as an example, I may sell it for $10 before the book comes out. Um, so a lot of the marketing happens before the book is even in my hands. Another way, I absolutely do a book signing. Book signings to me are a way to get people you don't know um, interested in your book you invite the media i got featured in the chicago tribune for one of my books even if the media doesn't show up invite them um right, also right mm -hmm. also um, my speaking engagements is where i sell the most so i have my books in the back of the room people connect with me and who i am and here is uh, a secret i learned from the same a friend who taught me other things about book writing. He said, Erica, go to the front of the room, open up your book and read one or two sentences from it and then start teaching. You already know what's in the book because you wrote it, but people are going to go, wait, you got that information from your book. I'm going to need that book. Exactly. And that's what I do. I go to the front of the room, open up my book. I'm like, okay, so in chapter 12, I talk about that. Da, 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 da. I set the book down and then I go into the content. That's the book that sells out every single time, every time. So that's a tidbit if you want to sell books at speaking engagements. Even if you're just starting out and you're not getting paid, that's a way for you to get paid is to sell your books. People don't understand being an entrepreneur, you cannot be lazy. That's you right. You cannot be lazy. All you got to do is make an effort. Whatever you put in, you will get it back tenfold but you have to be consistent you cannot be lazy everything is on you as an entrepreneur you know when you're working a job they have departments that work on marketing they have the accounting department they have the customer service department they have the sales department they have the hr you are all of the above when you are an entrepreneur so it is not for the faint of heart and sometimes we make it look easy it's like, oh, man, I can do that. Step your ass into the ring. Come on. Come on, Cletus. Because <laughs> entrepreneurship will separate those who are serious and those who are playing. I promise you that. That is true. But one thing about the Internet, you, you're allowed to be at so many places at one time, mm -hmm. especially if you're a hustler. But 
when the world opened back up, Lord, it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's, it's a, a wrap. wrap. Mm-hmm. It's you know, a done daughter. I got stuff set up like dominoes. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. So if at all possible, set something up live and in person down the line. Because when yeah. the pandemic is over, people are going to run outside. They're going to want to go to events. You're still going to have a percentage of people who are still very afraid, and that's totally fine, but you do a hybrid version of it. So you have your in-person part, and then you live stream it, but you charge people to be able to live stream. So now you have the best of both worlds. Totally position yourself right now. We don't know when it's going to end. Even if you're doing an event for 2022, position yourself to have a hybrid event. Right. I I actually have a live stream coming up March the 8th. There you go. You know, and I already been putting it out there. So I I've been getting a good response from it. So I'm I'm totally with the hybrid thing, but you know, one thing about this whole COVID thing, it's been separating the men and the women, the mm-hmm. women from the boys. Especially if you're a trailblazer, get it. It's out mm-hmm. here for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything you want to leave with the people, E.G.? Yeah, you know what? God's honest truth. And if you take anything from what I've said today, take away this. If you seriously want it, your actions will show it. If you're bullshitting, it's because you don't want it bad enough. If you want it badly enough, you're going to find the resources. You're going to do the research and you will find your tribe. But I want you to have patience with yourself because entrepreneurship is absolutely a marathon, not a sprint. Have patience with yourself. Thank you. I appreciate those words that you have for the listeners on Writers Live. You're more than welcome to come back anytime you dropping or releasing some. Now, I appreciate you coming through the show. Yeah, absolutely, Rodis. And good luck with your show. It's a fantastic platform. Thank you for having me. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. I hope y'all enjoyed that interview, y'all. So now let's get into the what's popping artists of the day. Michi, Michi. We got songs from my Hotline EP on Hustle Ward Records. Bad Rules, One Call Away, and Pull Up. Let's get into it, y'all. Cause you beat me there Yeah 
you can't tell a bad what to do And you can't stop me from breaking all the rules And you can't pick up the phone and call me I'm done with you, I'm not sorry You were a friend of me Held you down ten toes, wasn't letting up I really wanna lay with you, but we breaking up I was sleeping on a trip, but now I'm waking up
Western, you ride it like Western, you need you a Stetson That be a blessing From who out of heaven I hope y'all enjoyed the What's Poppin' Artist of the Day, Michi Michi. Go ahead and cop that music. It's available on all streaming platforms. You can follow her at www.littybaddy.com. That's littybaddy.com. Go ahead and cop some merch, watch some videos. Stream all her music via her website and support. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode of Riders Live, The Unstoppable Woman. This episode is like an ode to women. This is like my Wonder Woman episode. You know, I got the strong female MCs, strong female artists for the What's Poppin' Artists of the Day, and a phenomenal articulate guest speaker. You know, I wanted to touch on something that's relatable to women because women are so important. You know, I just wanted to pay homage to the ladies. And like I said before, you know, I wanted to do this for the ladies that's close in my life and in 
in your life as well. So I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Ladies, I love y'all.